and all back to uh, the show. Uh, as you can tell, we today we're talking about the non-controversial indie film known as Rise of Skywalker, Star Wars. Um, I am Casey, and today I have with me Ryan. Hello again. It is early, so forgive us for if we stumble across any words. Uh, are you a morning person, by the way? Because I'm not. Not really. Okay, cool. I kind of just rotate around. Stupid retail life just kind of abused me, so oh, I'm just dude. there sometimes. Dude, yeah. Starbucks is like, hey, we're going to open at 5.30. Get there at 4.30. Like, huh? <laughs> no. There's that early? <laughs> that early? Uh, God, why are we talking about Starbucks? Um, so, uh, yeah, as you can tell, this film is all over the internet. Obviously, it's a big film. It's a big deal because it's Star Wars and it's our culture. Um, how about I was figure we'd start... Give me a little, uh, just a, we'll just do a little backbone. Like, what is your history with Star Wars? Because you're, I know, not to, not to, not uh-huh. to brag, but you're a little older than me. That's okay. <laughs> That's okay. Just a decade, maybe a decade. And That's half. okay. I don't know. Um, yeah, just tell me your, because you probably grew up with the prequels. I did as well, but yeah, give me a little. Like, how do you feel about it going into? It? Was it your childhood? Yada yada. Oh yeah, it was my childhood obsession. Okay. I I remember I started Star Wars when. Um, there was these old things called VHS tapes. <laughs> don't know if you've ever seen one of those. But uh, I don't remember if it was a summer break or spring break, but my mom brought home the trilogy. Really? She was like, hey, my friend at work loaned me these. I think you'll like them. And uh, binge watched them, just obsessed. Like, wow. How old were you? Oh, God. Um, younger than 10. Okay. So that's like perfect for watching. Yeah. yeah. I remember when Shadows of the Empire came out. Um, I bought the book and I was about 11 or 10 years old. And then they came out with the video game. And like, I was this little nerd in school reading it, <laughs> like 300 page novel. While my friends are like, Dr. Seuss. Like, they make Star Wars books. Oh God. It was, it was fun, man. Like it was just a fun obsession growing up. And then, um, yeah, to see episode one, I was too young to drive. Hmm. So I bought the movie novel novelization and read it. Your parents didn't take you? Uh, eventually my dad did. Okay. But yeah, it was like, yeah, we don't want to see Star Wars. And I'm like, come on. (laughs) Yeah. And then episodes, uh, two and three, me and my cousin went on opening nights (laughs) because we were old enough to drive back then. So yeah. But that was fun. It it was awesome. We were literally, I remember, I think it was episode three. We were like the fourth people in line at the old Waxahachie theater. And it was just like, you know, it was fun, man. You know, it's funny. I have a memory of... Because uh, Revenge of the Sith, is that 2005? I can't remember the yeah, years right now. I should look it's up, too early. It's I know, too early. It's too early. But I remember going to the theater, seeing a completely different movie with some my family, and there was this huge line at the Waxhatch Theater. And I was like, what are all these people doing? And I, was, I think I somebody overheard me, and they're like, it's Star Wars, Revenge of the Sith. And I was like... Oh, man, why are we seeing... You know, we probably saw some Ding Dong. <laughs> obviously, a movie that did not ever sit with me because i have no recollection of what that movie was but yeah so you you're into the books are you still into the books or yes and no uh disney like i like their idea of um they reset the whole series of the books because it did get chaotic you got yeah the millennium falcon being crashed it was 2005 by the way a a moon crushing chewbacca you know there's a lot of shock (laughs) factors yeah that's right so what was hard with it too was like you'd get some really good novels like shadows of the empire is by far my favorite novel of star wars it feels like you're what you're reading the movie basically Ooh. if it were to be made in a movie heir to the empire by timothy zahn was the first star wars book written to like see if it would make a good series and mm. it did 
but then it's just like so many different styles of authorship and this and that that like um i've tried you could could say that it got a little messy in that a backtracking was in place through this novel to that novel almost like hmm this movie series yes yes exactly (laughs) rick johnson (laughs) Uh, but like disney resetting the series i thought that was kind of cool yeah, but did they did they say that basically everything from here and here is canon here and here like this year to this year is not? They, they basically they, they yeah called it, they called it something else. It wasn't like it's not Star Wars Legends. Legends is the name of the old. So it's like non canon. Correct. So it's canon and it's, it's own like world. Star Wars fairy tales. Yeah, if yeah. they could exist, <laughs> Star Wars fairy tales. But I started trying to read the new novels as they were coming out, and there's one that started like as you started getting halfway through, you started seeing. Um, social justice stuff oh, hidden in the story. And I was like, really? And like the more I kept reading it, it's like you're forcing something to be there that shouldn't be. And it just kind of ruined it for me. So I quit reading most of the new novels now. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> they were, they were big back in, um, cause Chuck, uh, Chuck Wendling, he wrote one back in like when the force awakens was coming out. He wrote like a book, like a yeah. prequel book that would kind of explain, but anyway, you should, yeah, but I never got into the books. Um, I'll, we'll talk about later what this movie has gotten me into, though, because now I'm invested in a different character in the arc in Star Wars. Interesting. Uh, that has nothing to do with the movies. Is that the Mandalorian? Uh, no. Baby Yoda. <laughs> uh, so you grew up watching the prequels. I did as well. I, my dad had a, like, I got, you see this huge Blu-ray collection. My dad yes. had a huge collection in our closet or his closet with VHS, like a whole wall. And nice. so I grew up um, on the prequels and we had the originals. I remember it was like a VHS tape or had the case had like a golden around it. It was like a special edition. Yeah. All the, the, fo- the 90s re-release with yeah. uh, the new CGI. That's probably what it was. Yeah. Um, I still got my VHS of that. Trilogy. I know. <laughs> uh, so it's, I, I definitely enjoyed it as a child. Uh, I, I was in elementary school, but uh, it wasn't my like thing like my dad like the thing with our my house was that i grew up on eddie murphy martin lawrence and um like all of those all the movies like life um bad boys cornbread. yeah dude like my dad watched all that i watched all that as a kid i should, probably shouldn't have you know cause some of that stuff's a little it's not for kids but <laughs> Oh, Bernie Mac, like, oh my God, nice. I love Bernie Mac. But So I, I, I was definitely in the Star Wars, but it wasn't like my, our main thing. But as I got older, I liked it even more. And then once you got to re, and once you get older and you can finally rewatch things that you've seen when you were a kid, and you're like, I don't remember really remember, like, will it emotionally impact me? And like, now that yeah. I'm a little more mature. And uh, I love him. Um, so going, and the thing, and I'll, well, I'll start with this because this was interesting to me. It's like, when Disney bought Star Wars, everyone's like, mm. and I was one of those people because I was I was really into movie news and yeah, all oh, what, what studios won't own what IPs and branches and franchise. It makes a difference nowadays. It does. Like look what they're doing, Spider Man. Yeah, he's just being abused and fought over. <laughs> yeah, seriously, <laughs> poor Spidey. Um, but I was. Yeah, I was interested to going. I was interested because okay, they definitely have. They can definitely get resources to make a good movie. But will they? Will they get the right resources? Will Correct. they? Will you know? People had problems with the midichlorian thing because it was just kind of weird. It wasn't what we were thinking. The force was about. We had, you know, yeah, like the cheesy dialogue. Attack of the Clones isn't the best. But when you look back, when I look, when I watch prequels, I can still enjoy them. Like I, hands down, like the best is like. I keep saying like, damn it! I just noticed. <laughs> that. 
I'm like, damn white girl. Oh, um, nice. Get your white claw. I know, white claw. <laughs> Ian McGregor, Obi-Wan Kenobi. Yeah. Like, hands down, like, the best thing that comes out of that, because to, for amazing. me, like, one of the best things, like, top, like, five, because it's so... Great casting great for casting. Alec Guinness. Yes. yes. Oh, and Alec, yeah, yeah, Alec Guinness, yeah. So, I, I definitely love the universe. So, when Star Wars Force Awakens was coming out, for me, and I'm comparing it to The Last Jedi and The Rise of Skywalker, is it felt like such an event. Yeah. Like each of these films are events in their own right, but The Force Awakens was a different monster when especially how you like I interpreted I'm not trying to like say I I walk around and I ask people like I'm, I'm interpreting culture, but you can you yeah. can feel you can feel energy, I believe that. You can Oh yeah. You can feel the vibe. You walk into a room full of people, you can feel a vibe. You know, yep. if the party's lame, if it's cool, it's whatever, but you can feel the vibe online and with your friends and when you're going out people talking about it if it's all over plastered in town, like or in the city. It was everywhere. Though. It was everywhere, but it yeah. felt it felt more special because it was the beginning. New characters were bringing back the what they call the legendary characters, which is you know, Han Solo, Leia, yeah, Chewbacca. It just felt different because it was new. It was going to be special, and I personally really like The Force Awakens. Uh, I, I think, enjoyed it. I think it yeah. has a few issues. I don't love. I don't love any of these new. Uh, I definitely don't. No, I can say that I definitely don't like this. <laughs> I don't love the new, which I think we were calling because there's the originals. We have the prequels. I think these are. I'm going to officially dub these the sequels. Um, I think that's what it is on the sequel okay. trilogy. Yeah, sequel yeah. trilogy. Um, but yeah, it's just this one. I feel like this is was not the same. It wasn't having the same momentum. It wasn't going to have the same hype just because of the Last Jedi dividing people and. Or I don't even want to say like that. Like it's such a political. Like, we're dividing the fans. Like no, we, some people liked it. A lot of people didn't. I'm one of those that kind of I like parts. And I think yeah. there's like the thing. The thing is like when the Force Awakens ends and Ray is like meeting Luke Skywalker. We haven't seen him the whole movie. You're like holy crap, Mark Hamill, Luke Skywalker. He's there he back. is finally. And it's just emotional moment handing him a lightsaber. And then the Last Jedi starts out with him throwing the lightsaber over. Like when he threw it over his shoulder. When we saw the Last Jedi, I st- I just leaned back to my seat, going, "What?" Like you, f- you could feel something was wrong. You could, suddenly. You could just feel like the movie could have started out differently if he looked at the lightsaber and just handed it back to her with the ugly look on yeah. his face that he did. But when he threw it over his shoulder, I immediately was like, "Out!" I was on my way to the door, just thinking, "Okay, are we doing?" What is this? I what? waited like three years to see what happened, and this, this is, is what they do. Yeah. yeah, like, and ever since then I was sour. Like the whole movie, I was going, "What are you gonna do? Are that, you?" That's re- not the Luke I grew up with. That, but even now, like, I'm okay with him being this angry old man who's been on this island, who had issues with Kylo. Obviously, he has daddy issues. That, that's actually my dream to be an angry old man on his own island <laughs> one day. <laughs> I don't know, for, but for me, a lot of things in the Last Jedi didn't work. Um, the Canto bite scene is the most notorious of being like, yeah, the thing that just didn't work and was injected in the rose, kissing Finn crap. Like, so were, were you concerned at all when you found out JJ Abrams wasn't continuing control over? No, because for me, Ryan Johnson is a great storyteller. I love Looper. I think Looper's a fan. Have you seen Looper? I saw it. You didn't like it? I, I get frustrated with time travel movies. Yeah, yeah. I'm they, like, they there's get, too much to the plot. They can get crap. They that's, can get messy. But and then that's I, why I get exhausted with Star Trek. Oh, okay. Yeah, I yeah. see that. I love it. And then I love Brick. I, I don't love Brick. I, oh, wow. I liked Brick. 
uh, it wasn't really my thing. This moment, Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Yeah. But wow. I, okay. But I watched. I was like, this is interesting. Take on, you know, high school detective work. <laughs> the culture in it. The yeah. What's going on in the movie? Yeah. Um. But I, I think he's a good visionary, and I thought he would definitely do. I thought he was. I literally thought I was going to have my mind blown. Oh, it was blown. <laughs> and it was Shattered. blown in the worry. <laughs> Shattered like Kylo Ren's mask. Let me see your childhood. Oh, no. <laughs> so I I don't know. There's a lot of, There's a lot I just didn't really enjoy. And I wasn't one of those people that was, you know, too vocal about it just because I don't, there's so many. That's the thing with this movie is it's so many opinions. Even with like the Joker movie that came out. Oh, everyone yeah. just wanted to have a fucking opinion. And that's, that's what's... I couldn't handle making a movie these days oh, just because you get so critiqued, which is kind of ironic since I'm here to complain I and know. enjoy at the same yeah. time. But, you know, it's true, though, because yeah. everyone, not even with Star Wars, it's the movie everyone is going to see. Like, it's going to make a, a bunch of money. Oh, yeah. But at the same time, everyone wants to have their a big old fancy polished opinion. When you, I don't know, I don't, it's the same, we're just here rapping about it, but yes. I don't know. I think there's a lot of things that, like the fact that, well, and we're going to dump into spoilers here in a little bit, but like just a lot of backtracking, a lot of punching, like it's almost as if J.J. Abrams, he came on late, which I found, like he wasn't on the very beginning because Colin Trevorrow, who did Jurassic World, was supposed to do this last Oh, one. I didn't know that. He has writing credits. I kind so of him following it after him. Him, the writer of Justice League, Chris Terrio, who, yeah. he is an Academy Award winning writer, but this past movie's been pushy caca. And then the guy that wrote Monster Trucks wrote this damn movie. Monster Trucks. <laughs> you see that? No. It's literally monsters. Like monsters that shape and hold metal into a truck shape. And it's called Monster Trucks. Transformers. It came out like two years ago. And it's recently new. And it actually looks kind of like silly fun for kids. But yeah. Sounds like a horrible Transformers It made movie. no move. It made no money, man. Poor guy. But I don't know. This... And like I said, I just feel like J.J. Abrams came on, decided to backtrack on a little Ryan. I, yep. I feel like he secretly watched Ryan Johnson's movie and was just thinking, I was not going to do that. Oh, yeah, definitely. You can tell in this movie. So the <laughs> You know fact, who else did that? George Lucas. Yeah. Yeah, he did. <laughs> I'll but, get to but, that later. But the fact that this is a new trilogy, they had all the resources in the world. It's Disney, by God. They have yep. all the resources in the world. They use, this, is, this movie shows, the Rise of Skywalker shows, they clearly did not have a map. They, exactly. they did not have a plan. Yes. And as much as they said that, they lied. Absolutely. Like, you can did. have a vision. You can have beats. Okay, this movie's going to be about this. This, this, this is going to happen. The second movie's going to happen like this. This, this, and this yep. is going to happen. Here's and where we're one. at. Here's where we're going. Here's where we're going to end up. Who want the conclusion to be that this girl came from nothing, has no parents, is co- so concerned about her past, but the takeaway is, the big lesson is, what lies ahead is much far greater and you don't need to be tied down to anything like your past yeah. in order to become something great. And this movie goes, um, I don't think we were going to do that. So uh, we're just going to trash all that and just go with uh, this new thing, which is, uh, oh, Palpatine's back. Ah, yeah. But he's secretly been back the whole time. You just don't know it. Which is not a spoiler because that's like in the trailer. So yeah, you can. Uh, <laughs> the dead speak. I saw that on the oh my opening gosh. credits. It's like, damn all right, it. let's just get into this. Yeah. Oh yeah. When that? <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. One, one one thing I will say that I did miss the Fox intro. You probably <gasn't gasps> I didn't even it. notice it. No, just because you were so excited. Oh god. But there's that's no where Fox. It went wrong. <laughs> 
So yeah, Disney bought Fox. Uh, they merged I, earlier this year. I make my kids listen to the soundtrack when they were younger, just to oh, get them into it. Yeah, it started with the Fox. Then, intro. Then, yeah, heck yeah, dude. Absolutely, that's like part of the childhood. But see, they bought, they own Fox. They could definitely put that in front of the movie, but yep. it's Disney. You know what? They're gonna go. This is our. This is definitely our yep. property now. So that was sad because. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't, I really, and I'm not, I didn't notice that watching it. I heard about it afterwards. I was listening to somebody talk about They'll it. They'll put it in a re-release in 20 years. I know, right? <laughs> when the George Fox Lucas intro. buys it back. So yeah, that was a little thing I, I heard about and then I thought about it. Oh, they didn't. Them bastards. Yeah. Um, Dude, yeah. So the opening crawl, the dead speak. I, my, I'm not kidding. My face went like this. Yep. I got this sour look like, that's your opening, the dead speak. And that whole spiel. Like, did they even proofread that? <laughs> did they just so let some dude dumb. throw it up? The dead. Come on. And I heard it, and then after, I heard it in Palpatine's voice, the dead speak. Yeah. So, I don't know. Do you want to just... Where do you want to begin? There's so much... T- well, I do feel sorry for J.J. Abrams, because I do feel like for the longest Star Wars movie, it's like two hours and 24 minutes. I was excited by that. But then it seems like it's rushed and it's a cleanup Cruise this was like two hours time. and forty or something. Two forty? Let me was check. It? Hold on, let me check. Let me check. I don't know. I don't want to lie. It was just uh, <laughs> like uh, just the, from where it went from with episode seven to where it went with eight. I expected. I, I didn't know what to expect out of this. It's one of those. I'm going to aim low, <laughs> and if it turns out better than I think, then hey, it was successful. That worked for the solo movie with me. Yeah, I loved that movie. Um, uh, what, I expected something like worse, I guess, because I heard how horrible it was. But it was—I thought it was very well done. Well, they fired the directors on the movie too. Well, it was like that's what scared me about it so much: writing th- issues, th- acting issues. And the thing director is, this issues. whole Star Wars universe they've made so far, which is what like six movies: Rogue One, Han Solo, Shriek sequels. Uh, I feel like I'm forgetting one, but yeah, they've all—they've—we've had like four directors get fired from Disney because. They're not sharing the same creative vision as us, but clearly their creative vision was nothing. Like, Absolutely. Like, so, what vision did they have with this? Okay, so I'll just say, like, right off the bat, the first, like, 30 minutes is the most rushed Star Wars film ever. Yeah. I mean, from the, oh, and this whole stupid finding this MacGuffin, this Kylo Ren finds this, what is that thing called? The hologram tracker where... Oh, the Sith tracker. Yeah, whatever it was called, where you yeah. find you find the secret planet that the Sith have been camping out on with their cults and touching yeah. each other's butts and doing nothing. Which this place looks abandoned, but then, oh my gosh, but like it just broke you, man. <laughs> like and it, it just the mo- the switches are so fast. We're here. We're here. Yeah. We're here. We're here. And Ray's training by herself and. But yet she's so great and powerful, but she doesn't want to train up other Jedi. Yeah, why not? Well, she's not a Jedi Master yet. She can't do it. And and the, uh, the, but where the hell was her Force Ghost training her like Obi Wan did? Oh, with Luke. dude, I wanted to see. I wanted to see Obi Wan Kenobi do Force Ghost, honestly. But the, the original one without Guinness? Nah, I can't. That probably wouldn't even work. But to do Ian McGregor. Which is what? Then that wouldn't work because then why wouldn't he be the Ewan McGregor? I know, but you don't you don't have enough footage of Alec Guinness to. They can CGI him. They CGI'd Grand Moff Tarkin for Rogue One, which was amazing. They they did, yeah, they did. They freaking did Luke and Leia CGI, deep fake in this. Yeah. What do you think of that? (sighs) (laughs) Just 
when when that last scene happened, and the lady's like, "Who are you?" And she's like, "I'm Ray Skywalker." I was like, "Oh God, that's hold on, we'll, we'll get to that. We'll get to that. Yeah. God, what? So clearly, this movie does not. It's all about Ray. What well, the whole thing's been about, like Ray. What? And when really, I thought it was gonna be like about like Finn and Ray, which they, they yeah, they clearly kind of set up. Which the, th- the thing that bugs me about this movie is that Finn is in a rogue stormtrooper. Yep. Who shows us that stormtroopers have feelings, they're people, they have morale, and sometimes they can't bring themselves to be to continue doing what they were brainwashed to do and train, quote unquote, trained to do. Just like some people that were quote unquote Nazis in World War II abandon and ran out before they killed them for it's their actually, for their ideology. It's actually kind of a theme throughout it. It is. Like the defectors mm-hmm. like that ran from Germany to avoid like yes. criminal crimes and stuff war crimes. Like the big first yeah. order is the big yeah. well, well, Germany's not the big order, but it, it is that it is that parallel. So yes. the fact that Finn is so it, it is the is this thing and is now apparently force sensitive in this damn movie. Which didn't explore it yeah. at all. The last everybody time. suddenly becomes force everybody's sensitive. force sensitive. Even though I, I loved him wielding that lightsaber in Force Awakens, fighting Kylo Ren until he sliced up his spine. Yeah, and then of course he can walk. The next Shows day. you he wasn't good enough for it. You can actually, <laughs> leave it to the pros. Finn. I was like stormtrooper who be, who goes rogue, becomes force sensitive, becomes a Jedi. That's a pretty cool arc. It, it is interesting one man. We didn't get that. No, because we probably could have. All they Johnson. did. All they did hire. John Boyega forward so he can scream Ray Ray he just screams at the entire damn trilogy yeah. almost but even then like he no- he doesn't even try to help more stormtroopers he actually kills stormtroopers and he yells and celebrates when he kills stormtroopers that's, that's pretty messed up I never saw that what the hell kind of story arc is that? and he doesn't do nearly anything besides just run up and just yell Ray's name Whenever she's not doing something good or she's running away or whether she's getting captured by Kylo Ren who just wants to kiss her, apparently. <laughs> I, that was probably my biggest issue. Can't One of my biggest issues <laughs> was Finn, Finn just being underused, the story arc being nothing. I don't even care for Poe, personally. Yeah, I, I he never seemed like a Han knockoff the whole time. Yeah. And just... Like, even in The Last Jedi, it. Last Jedi when they were boarding him in that room, he was willing to, like, shoot and kill the next person that came into that room because yeah. he wanted to have control. Yeah, like he was willing to go kill the the resistance. Like what? And now all of a sudden, Leia's like, "You're the new captain, Master. Yeah. You're and the then, general." And then he's got a Han Solo knockoff storyline. Oh, he used to be a spice runner. It's oh, like, come on, my. come on, damn it! You can do something more original than rewrite the original story characters. So that, and then and I thought about this last time. I was like, "Hey, why they do that?" It's because they got this another cute droid, Do. I loved that little dude. Which was voiced by J.J. Abrams, by the way. <laughs> was it really? It was. <laughs> no, thank you. <laughs> I but they, so but they, get a, they get this cute little droid, and then totally just leave R2-D2 to just do nothing. Yeah. You're old. Yeah, just you're, kick him to the curb. Yeah, like, what? Get out. You kick. What do you... So... The merchandising, merchandising the, point. The toys we gotta sell. Yep, Baby Yoda's coming. Oh my gosh! So, which was funny. It's funny that they released that. You understand now why they released that early episode. Which one? The one last week. I thought that was just the original schedule. Mm-mm, they released it on Wednesday instead of Friday. Why? Did you watch it? 
Oh yeah. What did baby do? What did baby Yoda do to that uh, dude? That black dude. Which hang on, I'm trying to remember which part. <laughs> Remember uh, that old uh, Mando's old boss coworker? They need basically we're gonna go kill a person together. Oh yeah. And then he he killed like he killed his own dudes because they actually planned on killing Mando and the girl. Remember? Well, long story short, <laughs> Baby Yoda forced healed him. Oh, that's right. Yeah, that guy on the ground. Yeah. And I think they released. They obviously released that early. That makes sense. Because now. if you saw the rise of Skywalker and Ray yeah. force heals people, you're like. Where the hell? Where'd you learn that? (laughs) The the giant sandworm thingy, and then Kylo Ren. Dude, there's like, oh, then yeah, the giant sandworm. Oh, here's that thing on the ground we've been looking for. Oh, I'm a force healer sandworm who's not going to eat us. Oh, he moved, and now there's a place we can escape from. Oh yeah, because we just fell into a pit of whatever. I I healed him. He's not going to murder us. Oh, then somebody somebody pointed out. uh, So Mandalorian, um, he leaves his ship on a planet for a day, and he comes back, and it's in scraps. Right? Yep. This bounty hunter and this bounty hunter that died in Rise of Skywalker left his left his ship on a hill on a rock for decades, and they come and they find it and it's full of fuel and there's nothing gone and we can just click it on and ready to go. Yep, that's that was actually some of the turning point for me when I was I was just like, huh, when they blow up Chewbacca's ship, quote unquote, the fake death. <laughs> I was like, huh, I'm done. <laughs> it's over. <laughs> They killed Chewbacca. First they killed Han. Now Chewbacca. Oh, dude, no. what, you forgot about the lightning lightning coming from her fingertips when she's like force holding it from yeah. leaving the planet and it blows up and you're just going. I Actually, I thought that was interesting. It was and, until it blew up. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's true. <laughs> I go, that's really how you're going to do Chewbacca like that? I know. He deserves and more then justice. And 10 seconds later, he's alive. Better in the books whenever a moon drops on Chewbacca to kill him in one yeah. book. I heard that's funny. <laughs> that's another thing about this movie is there's about six fake deaths. There's Chewbacca, Kylo Ren dies when Palpatine threw him in the pit. Yeah. When um, what else happened? When his he gets sh- stabbed. And he gets she stabbed heals him. and she heals him. When his yeah. ship blows up. When uh, Ray does that jump flip thing. Uh, That's pretty cool. There's like five. There's another one I can't remember. There's a bunch of little fake deaths. Like that's, what a- that's like his secret ploy like to get out of like you know plot line <laughs> but then he had to use it too much seriously so what did, what did you think about the whole um we got to find this other tracker so we can go and get i just this movie is such a mess it like, just leaves you with so many mixed feelings man okay what give me something uh we'll talk about something you liked is there anything you liked about this movie? i liked the way they brought back han solo in that vision mm, okay. and it shows the conflict still that Kylo Ren had. Um, a lot of people hate Kylo Ren, but I loved his character in this. Really? Yeah. Just, um, it just shows you like, you know, somebody trying to figure out who they are and what they want to do and just, they can't figure it out. But, um, like I thought the Adam driver did a very good job, especially in the end of episode eight when he's angry and like giving into all of his anger and like just emotions, just beating the hell out of general Hux. <laughs> oh, General Hux, dude. I, I loved all of the stuff with him. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, I loved that scene in particular because it kind of redeems when he killed Han Solo. Like, See, it, it left you. What did he want to do? And then he kills Han Solo in episode seven. But then it shows the other side of the conflict where he's yeah. like, he chunks his evil lightsaber. Yeah. So oh, the, I, I did like that. The other fake death I thought of was uh, the fake three uh, C3PO uh, mine. <laughs> I know. I had to reformat my phone recently. 
What? That's, whole, that's the whole thing I was thinking during the whole movie. He's going to get reset. They, but don't, then, they don't have his like backup drive or something. It's Star Dude, Wars, man. C-3PO. God. No, so the, the issue I've always had with, uh, with Kylo Ren is I've always felt that, which I, I always felt that whenever, which when he's with Han Solo on the bridge in The Force Awakens, he is, he's clearly struggling whether he wants to go complete dark or complete light. Yep. To me, when he kills Han Solo, it said to me that he solidified, I am going to be dark. He made his choice. I made my choice, and I'm never going back. Yep. This this like seals my fate. And you see that in his emotion. He knows yeah. if that happens, he's done. And he says, he goes, he's done. thank you. He says, thank you to his dad for yep. letting or for killing like. For letting him kill him, I guess you could and say. And the imagery in it, like where you see the light and the dark tones going the yes. whole time with the light, and then it like turns completely dark, yes. and you're like, I feel it coming. And so, Don't do it. And then Last Jedi comes out, and they're totally on the redemptive course. I'm going, okay, well, I guess we're not going to... Like yeah. for me, I would have loved for evil to just stay evil. Yeah. That, that's just my opinion, because we've... Because now what they did, especially in this movie, where he basically... But the, his mom goes, yeah, and then he's like, oh, I don't want to do this anymore. Those are lightsaber. That's cool. It's yeah. going to turn him like the whole movie. He was willing to fight the lightsaber against Ray. He was willing to kill Ray. Like what? He was just going to strike her. Yeah. And then what was going to happen? That would be the end of the story. Like he was so willing to like kill anybody, especially Finn and Poe. I just, I didn't, I never felt like he was just going to be redeemed. And then he's fighting Ray like two times. Like they're they're fighting so they can kill each other, and then at the very end of the movie, he his mom goes bad. He throws <laughs> his lightsaber. He's like, I'm not gonna do this anymore. And then goes and finds Ray, who's with her grandpa. Yep. And then gets fake stabbed, heals him, gets thrown up the to the cliff thing, comes back. They fight Palpatine, and then there's this stupid kiss. Yeah, and that's why I checked out the movie. <laughs> At least you checked out at the very end. Well, it it pissed me off because that whole plot line completely changed the entire mm-hmm. freaking theme of what Star Wars is supposed to be. It's, it is about the Skywalker family, per se, but it's about redemption and the choices of good and evil because you got the prequels with... How did Darth Vader become an asshole? Right. Then you get the original trilogy where it's like, you know, just amazingness. But at the end of it, you see that like no matter what your bad choices are, you can come back. Because like the faith that Luke has in Darth Vader and like especially now that I'm a dad, like then to return the Jedi gets me right in the heart. Every time. <laughs> like I freaking love it. <laughs> and um then the new trilogy just kind of changes that whole concept completely. Mm-hmm. It's just I don't know. See with with redeeming Kylo Ren at the very end with really he was like he seems angrier than Darth Vader to me. Like he seems so much more pissed, younger and emotionally out of control. Yeah. yeah, but they just basically recycled Darth Vader's like arc. They did, and it's like we're gonna try and do like you know Luke, I'm your father, but like no, now it's Palpatine. But we're yeah. not gonna tell you is it her dad or her mom that's a Palpatine. Everybody's assuming the dad. We don't know the freaking backstory. First off, we got to assume that some lady wanted to shag up with Palpatine. That was one of my first questions. Everybody's like, that dude had sex? Yeah. <laughs> like, I ranted with my buddy Luke. He was like, it's the greatest one. That was so good out of the new ones. And then what? like, after I saw the movie, he's like, what'd you think? And I just started ranting. And that was one of them. 
Who got who got with Palpatine? Why? But that changes it too. Palpatine changed the midi chlorians mm-hmm. to create Darth Vader way before episode one. It's in the comics. And then <laughs> like now we suddenly have Ray. So what was his purpose like? Oh crap, I failed with Darth Vader, but I'm gonna float around as a Sith ghost and come back from the dead and now I gotta do something else with a granddaughter. And like, when did he have a daughter or a son or whatever the heck happened? And why didn't they fight and go kill him or have a have this journey instead of Ray? Yeah, and that and the bounty hunter thing, like trying to hunt down Ray's parents, like that seemed too rushed and confusing. They, they didn't clearly you know, explain I think, it. I think what their problem is they made that such a big deal in the Force Awakens. They did. And I actually just watched a clip of where Maz Kanata, remember her the little yeah. she takes her down before she gives out lightsaber and she says Whoever you're looking for from Jakku, you know they're not coming back. Yeah. And Marae's crying. She goes, but there's one person that can. And Marae yeah. goes, Luke. And then she says, what you're looking for doesn't lie behind you. It lies ahead of you. Yeah. That's supposed to be her whole arc is that. And, and, the, and the thing is, I don't feel like they're pushing this feminist agenda like everybody wants to think they are. I feel like they're just trying to tell a story. Not like I felt it in episode eight. <laughs> yeah. I feel like they're just only they were, women are in control of the resistance. <laughs> no, no, I feel whatever. like they were trying to just tell a story with a different arc and kind of push away from the Skywalker and not make it so tied together and not be bound by its past, so to speak, even like its own canon. That's pretty freaking deep, man. I know, but <laughs> like, but, but it makes it, sense because that's what it felt like they were doing. And then episode eight, and then this one comes out, and you're going, yeah, they had no idea what they were doing. Yeah, and that was one of the things I was pissed about, like. They ask her, where'd you get this? That's a story for later or whatever she says. But how are oh, they going to explain it? No, the, yep, the worst is when she, she, uh, Han Solo goes, so who, or she goes to Han Solo, who's the girl? And Han Solo never gets to speak and it cuts to them, her and yeah. Finn. <laughs> and then Finn, this whole movie, I got to tell you something. How about now? No. You know what he's going to say? What? Uh, they actually, J.J. Abrams and John Boyega already confirmed on Twitter. He was going to say, I'm force sensitive. God. <laughs> Just, uh, what are we gonna tell Ray? It really now now's a good time. Well, is there any other time that's good? It, it would have made more sense to me that Princess Leia confided in Finn that she knew that that was Palpatine's granddaughter. That would have made more sense to me. But the whole force sensitive thing, like at first, I was pissed at the end of Episode Eight when the little boy grabs the broom with the force. That seems like an end to this movie. That seems like an end to it, this it trilogy. Does. But like what made sense to me about that is like the whole concept of the Jedi is they never marry. They never have kids. It's a solo life, but they find force sensitive people. So like to me, that kind of fit. I was pissed off at first, but then I was like, no, this makes sense because there's no Jedi council or anybody to go hunt down like force sensitive, which clearly there needs to be. (laughs) Yeah. But a lot of this new trilogy actually does come from themes from the original book series, the legends now, quote unquote. Yeah. Like Luke Skywalker, he's training some kids. One of them goes rogue. He grabs a giant uh, thing that can blow up stars. And it's called like the Star Crusher or something. Kind of plots you see in episode seven. And then uh, there's two young Jedi love scene thing. Like in one of the books, I can't remember how it goes, but one of them's like going bad. And the other one's like, no, we got to be good. And like all this like mess. That'd be cool to see. And it's kind of what like comes up with Ray and Ben. But uh, I don't know. It feels like they maybe they had too much information to go off of, not enough to go off of. One thing that pisses me off is um, back when episode seven came out, uh, there was an old interview from the 80s with Mark Campbell. 
And he's saying how George Lucas talked to him about a sequel after Return of the Jedi. Yes. You saw that one? How he's like, well, it's going to be like an Excalibur thing where he hands down the lightsaber and this and that. And George Lucas is like, you know, we'll do it in like maybe 20 years or so. And I was like, that's kind of interesting. George Lucas had these thoughts back then. But it's like, you know, J.J. Abrams had like all the resources, all the information, the notes from George Lucas. And it's like they even consulted with him. They did. Yeah. I know. And, and you know, it's funny is Bob Iger wrote, and Bob Iger, who's the CEO of Disney, okay. has an autobiography. And in it, he wrote about how George Lucas, quote unquote, felt betrayed by this new Star Wars movies. Well, I, I told it to you in a message. Yes. The only person to freaking blame for this mess <laughs> is George Lucas himself. <laughs> I kind of blame J.J. Abrams with Rain Johnson. Like, they should have got their shit together a little more. Pardon the language. I know did it's a family did they show even, Star Wars. Hey, Ryan, so what do you want to do in this next movie? Because, um... I heard they're going to fire Colin Trevorrow. I might have to take the rein to the third movie. Well, I was thinking this, this, this. They didn't even have that conversation. Let's put some themes that are not Star Wars hidden in it subliminally and just kind of kill Snoke without giving him any freaking backstory <clears throat> or information. You, that was not, I, I, I believe that was not part of the plan either for, no. for JJ. That, that whole like, and the only way they explain it is you just see the clones in the bubble. Clone like, come on, Snoke. Dude. And you yeah. had more, like as if he was gonna just. But it was a wait another twenty, thirty years yeah. and put Snoke. He, he was Palpatine's puppet, but like just yeah. How many times did Snoke die or something suddenly? I don't know, but yeah, George Lucas, if he wouldn't have freaking sold everything to Disney and just done it himself like he should have, then this wouldn't have been as bad. But you know, I think we would just hated his trilogy less probably. Probably, we well, still probably hated it. But they all blew it. The only chance with the original yeah. actors, Carrie Fisher's gone. Uh, what's his name? Harrison Ford didn't even want to do another movie after the I'm first Star Wars. Yeah, I'm <laughs> surprised he was in this one, too. I'm so surprised. I know, man. I know. But yeah, that, that, that was probably like one of my favorite scenes in the new one. And General Hux, man, all his new scenes let me down completely. Dude, that dude's a cartoon. But like in the, in the episode seven and episode eight, you see that conflict between them two, like competing with each other, yeah. like arch enemies. I want to be in control. No, you're not. And they're two young people like that grew too powerful together. Yeah. And then just hated like each other. Like siblings. Yeah, like exactly. And like just the way they ended his whole story arc and like it just seemed like he was out of place trying to be himself in this new movie. Yeah. And it was just like, I'm the defector. It's like, dude, really? Come on, dude. See, and I always feel like Ray and Kylo feel like siblings. Not. Yeah. And see, at the end of this movie, when they do that, they, they pun intended, they force that kiss. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, you have to now go back and watch all their interactions, their force Skype, as they call it on yeah. the internet, force and assume <laughs> that it's not just a conversation between trying to get Ben to come to the light or Ray not going to the dark. Which I never felt that was going to happen. Which I, I thought that would have been cool if Ray went to the dark side. Yeah, I was actually kind of hoping. Because I thought it would be way, way more interesting, which now I'm right. <laughs> um, that you now have to go back and watch their conversations in The Last Jedi and Force Awakens. And assume there's this sexual, attra- sexual attraction because they kissed. Why not just hug? Yeah, I kind of felt it in episode eight and stuff. Like, it kind of leads up to it. Like, he wants her to be his queen, per se. Right. But, um, yeah, I'm, I'm kind of disappointed. I wanted and him she to survive, this, and I want them to have Jedi babies. And, and she said this movie, things. I wanted to take your hand, but I wanted to take Ben's hand. It's like, really? You wanted to take this guy's hand, but you're not you're not attracted He's to, like, Finn? the Finn greatest douche in the galaxy. Or Poe. This movie just shows me that no, no matter how good of a girl you are, how a girl, if a girl you think you are, or people think you are. Yeah. 
You still want to be with the bad boys. That's true. Bad boys, what you want? It, women never change. What you want? Not even in the Star Wars galaxy. Not even. Look at Leia chasing Han, yeah. ex-spice runner. But he's not. Han Solo is not a man who's murdered thousands among thousands of people and destroyed planets and civilizations. <laughs> but apparently true. this is attracted to Rey. This is what yeah. attracts her and wants to make her. Maybe it's because she has somebody else that's force sensitive and she's like relating to him, you know? But, you know, I heard something funny as if, um, if uh, when... Uh, Leia was gonna give something to to Ray because she's yeah. like, I don't need that. I'm not worthy of the lightsaber. And uh, when it comes down to her being worthy, she instead of giving her the lightsaber, she gives her the bikini suit, <laughs> Jabba's palace. And so That's then you awesome. see you see Ray fighting in the bikini. Suit. All the oh, little, wow. all the old nerdy fans that are just still live with their parents are just like, oh my god, that's what I wanted. This whole movie is Ray half naked. <laughs> I don't know what to say to that. I don't either. I just thought it was funny. Interesting tangent, though. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I don't know. I don't... This whole thing with Palpatine just ruined the whole thing. They forced him in it. They forced him in it. Yeah. And even he, Ian McDiarmid, I read, I read the inter- an interview that he said, even he said, George Lucas told me Palpatine was dead. <laughs> dead, dead, dead. So he said, I was surprised when I was going to be. They asked me to reprise my role. Like, am I going to be a flashback Palpatine? <laughs> no, you're going to be a lot. You're going to be zombie Palpatine. You're going to yeah. have. <sighs> we have enough medical science in the future to like just have him hooked up to machines, but not to reclone him as himself when we have clone troopers, clone Snokes. Like, literally, make Ray yeah. a clone of Palpatine. Don't make it a granddaughter. Yep. This, they stretched it too far. This is a. This tried is a, too damn hard. This is the same issue I have with The Mandalorian. What? You have issues with the Mandalorian? I, I got some issues with it too. So yeah. my issue is that we're and I get it from like getting people talking about it which clearly they did not expect the Baby Yoda thing to be big as it is. It's kind of stupid not to expect it to it's, be that awesome. Yeah. So somebody should get fired. Like as much that. merchandising as they've done for Star Wars and oh. Disney's done for Mickey how did they not see this in post production and be like you know what people are going to want some damn Baby Yoda. Yeah. So the, the issue I have with that that also is with this is that with the Palpatine thing and the Baby Yoda thing, which isn't really Baby Yoda. We know that. Um, well, the, yeah, the Baby Yoda thing because we don't know what the hell to call it. Yeah. The child. That's yeah, what the hardcore baby nerds are like. It's a the fine, child. He's the child. Yeah, it's, the, it's, the same t- it's a fine title for now, Baby Yoda. But is that we're not we're trying to tell a new story while also trying to get people invested and make the draw so and so or the hook based on old characters or old um familiar faces with this with the rise of skywalker's like this is going to be the the hook and the big twist or the big thing that draws people in is that she was never really just a nobody who became a somebody she was <gasps> palpatine's granddaughter dun 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 and the, this is the, the way the thing yeah, this is the way i have spoken the mandalorian Instead of just telling a good story with new characters, which they've done, there's some good characters. One of the big hooks, which clearly is the internet has spoken, yeah, is Baby Yoda. Yes. So I'm so like with the Mandalorian, I'm 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 watching it. I'm going. I want this. I wonder what this show is going to be like, standing on its own two feet. They're trying. They're trying, but They're when well. when Baby Yoda's gone, and we can just tell a story, and not be falling on one you know crutched on this baby yoda or with rise skywalker crutched on this palpatine storyline just yeah 
old, literally the old needs to go. And well, we're not going to see any more of this. Uh, these characters, apparently the Skywalker saga has ended. It ended in episode six <laughs> <laughs> and they just tried bringing it back enough to kill it and, and ruin they, it for they, everybody who had an awesome childhood with the original did a, trilogy. They did a fantastic job. Um, I mean, what I if they were secretly Star Trek fans the whole time and just ruined Star Wars just to be assholes? Well, J.J. Abrams did direct Star Trek. Another one where he just kind of took old storylines, chopped it up, and prayed that it did well. Well, so did you like um, Babu Freak? I loved that little dude. I'll be, I'll be honest. Hey! Hey! Yeah, I've been saying that. I can't. And when he I, fucking pops. Sorry from the language. When no. he pops up in that last scene. Oh, the, the just in the ship. You just say pop up. Hey! It's like no, it's it's hey hey. In. He goes hey. Uh, that's yeah. I'll, oh god, he was amazing. I'll be honest. The good, the thing they are good at is creating the small, catchy characters. Yeah, uh, they're really good at that. BB-8, BB-8, Do, Bobby Freak. What was the? There was one. Uh, the last one had like, I don't know if you count the maids on the island. Oh, the porks. Oh, the porks. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I don't really like porks. What? Yeah. That scene where Chewbacca is eating one okay, and their eyes are all huge. That was pretty funny. Yeah. That was awesome. He was like. Yeah. Chewbacca's like, mm. he's like, damn, I can't that, eat this. That's a good Chewbacca. I can't eat this little big bird. Yeah. It looks like a little big bird with the feet. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know. I don't really have anything else to say about this movie. I just, there's cool parts. I like. It was worth the seeing in theaters because like the lightsaber duels are awesome in this. They are. I just wish they were better well choreographed. <laughs> when, when Palpatine's sitting on his throne and he shoots the force energy in the air and he's blowing up all the ships. Did you think unlimited power like all the memes on facebook or is it just me power no i didn't think that <laughs> oh come on i was thinking i start chuckling in the theater i was thinking can he really like because if you haven't seen the prequels you're not gonna have a concept of him doing that or if you haven't really seen star wars yeah. of using that electricity or whatever, whatever force lightning force lightning i saw I, I was just can he really do that so he's now yeah. now he's this strong, but he can't just take over the galaxy. But he's supercharged from taking Ray and uh, Ben's love. Oh right, and sucking himself back to life with it. Okay, well, so, so was that a midichlorian thing? What's that? Like when he was sucking the force life out of them? You, you want to really know what it was? I, I was like, is this? Are they like hinting it, at midichlorians right now? It was. Hey guys, this is where we're at in the story. What do we do? Uh, just make some shit up and it'll work. <laughs> They'll buy it. No, we didn't buy it. That was a horrible plot point. Because like them. <sighs> well, you can't. It's like trying to defeat a guy in a wheelchair. You can walk up and slice him. But yeah, if he has all the unlimited power, because he's like, I'm taking your love or whatever, and now I'm gonna resurrect. But like, then why didn't Jedi do that for thousands upon thousands of years in the recent parts? You know, because there was no Jedi. The last Jedi was Luke, and he was on Skelling Michael Island in Ireland. But then the last Jedi's Ray, because Luke was worthless in Episode Eight. Oh, talk, and then even even the Force Ghost Luke in this. Talk about that. Talk about yeah. when she gets on. She basically wants to become Luke, become lonesome weirdo, even though she got the hots for Ben Solo. Yep. Um, and then he she throws the she's gonna throw the lightsaber in the fire. The crash, and he comes out and he grabs. He goes, "That's no way to treat a lightsaber, yeah, you hypocrite, you old bastard." You that's old. gonna be me when I'm old. <laughs> <laughs> so even even JJ's walking back and punching back at Ryan Johnson, going. We're yeah. This is not my Star Wars. I did like that. That they were talking about like I don't remember what it was like the ten FUs that Episode Nine did to Episode Eight. Oh my gosh! And it kind of like you know it 
it's showing you all the stuff they had to do to clean up. Like Kylo Ren, let's rebuild his helmet, but let's have yeah. red lines in it to show his right. anger and stuff. Right. I thought that was an interesting concept because <gasps> I loved his helmet and I hated that he shattered it, but I did like that emotional point in episode eight that he's that angry. Yeah. You're just a child in a mask. <laughs> and and so he thing, snaps. And the thing, so he has Darth Vader's helmet. Yeah. Which I think is a cool, like, shrine thing. Yeah, he looks like an obsession. It's like, why doesn't point. <laughs> I saw it later, but I thought about it. I was like, where is Force Ghost freaking Anakin going, bro? Did, 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 does, yeah. does Kylo Ren not know that he went to the light side? Surely he knows. Like, yeah. the, so then why is he going, I will finish what you started, grandfather? And He's like, bro, I'm a good guy now. And why didn't he pop up with Yoda in episode eight when Luke turns on his force powers again and is sensitive to Force Yoda coming? And where the hell was he at the end of episode like, nine? Surely they weren't just afraid to put Hayden Christensen on screen. Like, oh, I'll bet they will. They were. I, f- I feel like you can you can totally do it, get a way better performance out of him, and it'd be perfect. And it'd and be I, cool and fun to watch. Because whenever Yoda came on screen in The Last Jedi, yeah. that was a cool scene. Everybody goes, yeah. <sighs> do you hear whispers. Do you know those bunch of chop scenes from Empire Strikes Back? Where? That's like a bunch of cuts of Yoda from... The oh, Empire really? chopped up. Are you sure? I feel like it was. No, that's a that's a Muppet they made and got a Muppet, a puppet. He he wasn't Muppet because Jim Henson made him. That's true. And no. Frank Oz voiced him. Yeah, that's true. It's amazing crossover. But I, I have a confession. Okay. I enjoyed the Hayden Christensen acting in episodes two and three. I thought he did well. His emotional breaks and stuff, especially in like you know, I can't remember the scenes exactly, but you see his anger rising throughout his performance. Oh yeah. And Revenge, I, of, Revenge, I, I Revenge of the Sith build. is his best. Oh god, that was see, I love that movie. The thing about the sequel trilogy, it makes me appreciate and like the prequels even more. That's that's pretty cool because I thought they were very under respected. Yeah, and there was a lot more to them. Because even when I look back at those, and there's cheesy, there's some corny, there's some problems. Yeah. Even then, I go, this feels more like Star Wars. It does. Isn't that weird? That is yeah. crazy. That this this huge company gets Star Wars, makes the, the some of the the well, Force Awakens and Last Jedi, some of the biggest box office hits of all time, so much so much money, yeah, and yet it still does not feel as Star Warsy as those prequels. I, and, and I people thought are, Episode Seven did, but yeah, it just it did. It, it was a good it that. was a good start. Yes, it was a good. You're gonna kick. lay a good foundation. And then everybody involved is going to like hand it off to somebody else, and then we're going to hope it survives. I heard no. that they gave Ryan Johnson like full like creative control. Did they, or are they blaming him because it failed in their pansies and can't admit their own fault? I don't know. You know what's funny is people are complaining that Rose was not in this one enough. She literally has like a minute and yeah. twenty seconds. Yeah, I don't think she's a good character. And and it and it was funny as much people like her. She kissed Finn without consent. So. <gasps> But that's against the SJW stuff, right? So it's kind of contradictive of them to complain Man. about it in the first place. She yeah, wasn't. That, she wasn't a good character. And then, and then that one girl at the end, like they're setting it up. Is that Lando's daughter? <gasps> like, really, dude? I forgot about Jesus, Lando. Come on. Okay, he did. Say, he did say a little creepy when he said, uh, "So where are you from?" Yeah. I don't know. Let's find out. And he does a little like, weird turn. I was like, "That's a little creepy." They should yep. have shot that. They should have redone that take. That's a bad take. Let's find out. Lando was oh, like man. as pointless as going to the freaking Burning Man scene on that planet, whatever they did. 
The Burning Man scene? <laughs> what? You know, the, they, the, where they go and they find that big festival going on in the middle oh, of the yeah? desert. I thought of like, is this Burning Man in Star Wars? He, he just happens to be there. Oh, I get what you're saying now with it. Yeah, but they could have done better with being like, you know, we're going to bring back Lando. Yeah. They they should have done that a lot sooner in the trilogy. Made his like character make more sense. This is like... J.J. Abrams like basically made his second Star Wars and a third Star Wars. Like he, this is like yeah. this is kind of what I was gonna do with my second one if they had hired me. And then yeah. also this is how I'm gonna have to try to finish this damn thing. Yep, it's like he's making two movies into one and just kind of rushing it, messing it up along the way. See, so <sighs> but can you blame him though? Like yes. this is what they handed him. They go help us fix this. Well, I can blame him because he, if he'd have been like, I want the whole trilogy. It's all me. Let's go do this together. It would have flowed more smoothly. It would have been a better story control. Yeah. And it's just, I don't know. To me, if you're telling a story like that, you got to keep the same people involved. Like Breaking Bad, if they'd had somebody else make the sequel movie, it would not have felt the same. Yeah. It would have not have been a continuation. And that's what it should have been. It should have been continuation instead of a revamp or a new story change or something like that. <laughs> you know, that. funny about bring up Breaking Bad is Ryan Johnson directed one of the most well-received Breaking Bad episodes ever. Oh, really? Ozymandias, which is the one where like the whole shootout happens in the desert. Spoilers for Breaking Bad. Oh. If you haven't seen it by now, you're the worst. I'm trying to get my dad to watch it. Oh, he loves Narcos. Mm. He's re-watching it. Dude, this is for him. And I'm like, you need to watch Breaking Bad. And he's like, how many seasons? Five. How many episodes per season? Like maybe twenty. He's like, no, no I'm not gonna sit like go eight do or that. twelve. But then my dad's rewatching Narcos because he's waiting for the new one to drop. I'm like, I love you, Dad. I love you. But yeah, he directed uh, the Ozymandias episode. Uh, you know what'd have been cool? And I thought this would been. I heard about this later. This wasn't my original thought. I won't take credit. Yeah. Uh, because they're doing the Kenobi Disney Plus series. Yes. Which I'm psyched for. I got mixed feelings. Okay. I've been let down too hard. I know. Disney. Yeah, I feel that. Um, but because of doing that, what would have been cool is whenever she throws that lightsaber in the fire, Yeah. instead of Luke coming out, if it was Obi-Wan Kenobi. That would have been cool. That way, you see, you recognize his face. You, yeah. you maybe, maybe you saw the prequels, maybe you didn't. But then it also kind of is like a kickoff start to Kenobi series coming out going, when you see him, you go, oh, that guy was a force ghost in the Rise of Skywalker. But how are they going to tie all this together? Because I was wondering if there was going to be little nuggets of the Mandalorian in this new one. Mm. So I have a fan theory. With There's no theory. time. There's no time in this movie. This movie is so overstuffed. Yeah. There's, I got a feeling Baby Yoda is going to get killed at the end. The episode came out. Uh, I mean, the end, end of the series. Of when, Mandalorian? Yeah, when they're completely done. Because, like, how he doesn't fit in anywhere in the Dude, you know how many people would be mad? I know, like, when he gets dropped in that one episode and everybody's like, I'm canceling my Disney Plus subscription. Oh, my <laughs> I gosh. loved it, man. But I was also looking for, because in, um, which one was it? There is a ship from the Clone Wars cartoon that's hidden in one of the new movies. I can't remember which one it is. Oh. But then it ties it in the timeline, whatever. Right. I was freaking looking around while the screen was huge to see if huge. the Mandalorian's ship was floating somewhere the ship in that is final huge. space battle. It's the greatest ship in the galaxy. You did, know it. I know you, it. They know it. <laughs> did you like the, the scene on the little, uh, I call it Whoville because it kind of reminds me of the Whoville from the Grinch, little Christmas snowy planet they went to where they found Poe. They were trying to find, they were trying to find somebody to get the information from uh, C-3PO. Okay. Remember they found Poe's 
Poe's old girlfriend friend. Yeah. It was like, I should kill you now. And yeah. It's just, did you like that whole scene? That's where we met. That's where we met Babu it, Freak. So we got to give a little credit. It just felt, hey, hey. it felt too much <laughs> of like, we're going to take Han Solo and just make him different. Mm. Like, cause you know, Han Solo had his dirty past. Uh, it, he's kind of like the scoundrel. And like that's what they're trying to do with Poe, yeah. and it's just like you've already done it with Han Solo. It needs to be a different freaking character, recycled. Yep, but that's what JJ. You see, that, is also that's another MacGuffin, and she gave him that little like pin thing. It's like you can only get out of the, this planet oh, yeah. with this, and then later on she gets out of the planet somehow. Yep. Okay. So how many did she have? <laughs> and then at the very end, when she's he's like giving her this look, like we're gonna go shag later. And, oh yeah. And he, she's like, really? He's yep. like, okay, fine, 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 fine. That was the realest moment. In all of Star Wars. She's like, no. It's like, yeah, you don't get nothing. Finn's got a girl. Ray had Does he know? Is that really going to... Is, is Finn going to hook up with his old... His uh, rogue... I don't know. Rogue girlfriend. Yeah, he also was a stormtrooper. Then they... Yeah. They show that new connection that he has. And it's like... <laughs> Are Dude, they just he, throwing him around all the new pats, characters? When he pats Rose in the back and he's like... What is this? They were talking about something. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> you, um, you kissed me and that wasn't okay. I need to talk about my feelings. When they said something like, uh, when you get back or something, when we get back or something like, and he like yeah. pats him in the back. I was like, LOL. <laughs> LOL. Just a mess. <sighs> what did you think about the, um, oh, I was going to bring this up. Bring I keep, it up. I'm trying not to say um as, as much these days, but uh, I'm not good at talking. <laughs> when the Knights of Ren are walking through that corridor and the stormtroopers stop, and one of them goes Knights of Ren, and the other one goes Goals. Goals? You remember he said that? <laughs> I don't remember that part. He says that the Knights oh. of Ren are walking past him, and Stormtrooper goes, oh, The Knights of Ren. And the other one goes, Goals. But see, that's. I just slap my head and go, What are we doing? That's another story arc that disappointed me that I ranted yes. about. Because, like, there's this big epicness of, like, who were the Knights of Ren? What did they do? And they're supposed to be, like, the best of the bad. I was like, when episode seven came out and like you start seeing these little nuggets about him and that little rain scene, a little flashback. Yeah. Was like, I was like, these guys got to be the, like the ultimate badasses. Like, is he teaching them to be Sith? Like what kind of stuff is he doing? And, um, how egotistical you get all your friends to come with you from a camp. Yeah. With Luke Skywalker and you're all, and you just go, you're all going to be called Knights of Ren. I'm Kylo Ren. <laughs> I, I thought it was like, you know, it okay. fits Sith Lord. They're angry and all about themselves, but they don't do shit. Yeah. I just expected more out of that. Then he just like kind of kills them all. They're trading stuff through the force. What do you think the about that? The, the, that? That was another new concept is not yeah. just force Skyping, but tr- like grabbing objects through the force over space. I thought it was kind of interesting in a way it showed to me how powerful they could be together. Yeah, well, just in general, yeah, it's it's that connection that Palpatine, quote unquote, not Snoke, connected from the beginning, from the background, through his puppets and shit. Uh, I'm just angry. I'm sorry. Just, it could have been so much potential. They didn't ruin my childhood. This is why my kids will only watch the original Star Wars and the original trilogy. But you like the whole trading objects it, behind the back? I thought it was an interesting concept to show their deep connection yeah. and their conflicts with each other. But at the same time, it's just like, I, I don't know. It's like they were trying so hard to do something like creatively that it just kind of was like a cheesy grab pun. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I just, I don't know. Just so many, like 
whenever I was done watching it, everybody I've talked to is like, what'd you think? And I'm like, I just got mixed feelings. Like, you know, like that's it. I waited 10 years for this. It's over. I didn't get the closure I wanted at all. I expected so much more, like just because of like the resources, the potential, the, but the pressure they're under, like everybody's going to scrutinize them no matter what they do. Look, they did George Lucas with this prequel trilogies and I, I thought they were great. And then you got like so much, all the original actors are dying. We got to get this done in a timely manner. Yeah. They don't want to be here because they're old and cranky. Harrison Ford. Carrie Fisher wasn't even there, man. Yeah. And it's like, you know, they're under so much pressure. They didn't crack like Ben Affleck dropping the Batman, which I was kind of sad and excited at the same time when he did that. But then they cast freaking Twilight Boy. And now I'm like, Batman's going to sparkle. Another <laughs> series ruined. Bedazzled Batman. Oh, God. This is my new bat suit. <laughs> Just killing me. Um, I just I don't know what to do with my Star Wars life now. I'm just gonna cling to the past like I always have, enjoy all my cool stuff, share it with my kids. When I, when it was over, you walked out. My, Vanessa's like, "What'd you think?" I was thinking, you know, I need to think about it because I don't want to just react. But I said, um, right now I was thinking, I'm, it was just like a relief. Like I'm glad this is over. I'm glad I don't have to like keep thinking about it and all these cool theories and things that could happen that obviously never happened or they even thought yeah. about. I'm just thinking, okay, now ahead, like what is a star Wars movie going to be like? What's the new story they can tell? That's not tied down literally to anything from the past. Yeah. And that is when I did some research and I, I'm not, I'll be honest. I've never played star Wars video games. Um, yeah. Just didn't never really my thing. I played Missed battlefront. Out. Yeah, no, I know. I probably will go back. Um, but I heard about this Darth Craven, Raven, Craven. Oh yeah, Darth Raven, Raven, Raven. I heard about his story. Yeah, and that sounds awesome. It does. Knights of the Old Republic. Like, I was in high school when that came out. I binged that game, and I don't do too many. And I played many a Zelda game. I binged that game for like two weeks. It was like come home from school, drop my stuff, play the game. Oh crap, it's dark. I need to eat something. Play it, play it, play it. Oh, God, I got to get a few hours of sleep before school. Like, two straight weeks. Um, that that game was amazing. Amazing. Like, the fact that they made video game characters and adapted them into comics and a book. Like, that tells you how good that character is. And plus, oh, yeah. I've always heard that from... I don't know much about the Knights of Old Republic or the Old Republic. Yeah. But people have always said, that's a movie that should be Star Wars. Well, at, at the time, it was... Just, you know, they're exploring these concepts. It's thousands of years before the Battle of Yavin. Right. Uh, there's Sith Lords running around like crazy. There's Jedi running around like crazy. And it's like, you know, just all this crazy potential of what's going on. And then it leads to reasons of why there's no concepts like there's only two Sith Lords at a time. Did you ever notice that? Mm-mm. They always kill their master and they take a new apprentice. Mm. Then they got to watch their back because when's their new apprentice going to kill them? Yeah. And that kind of like is what the Palpatine thing was going with, with when you strike me down, all of the Sith Lords will transfer to you. It's like, no, that was not an original concept created in the original stuff. I'm yelling now, dude. Like I'm just yelling. And it's just, um, I hate you Disney so much for so many reasons. You reminded me of the, uh, so Palpatine's on this planet for who knows how long. At least 40 years. All of these ships come out of the ground. Yep. Full of people ready to fight. Yeah. And each of these ships have a star destroying capabilities cannon on them. Yep. 
Was no. It- <laughs> I, I was actually thinking about that on the ride up here. Think about this. Cell phones. Okay. Think of how much they've changed in the past 15 years. Crazy. So you got to think. The engineers at, at the time building the Death Star over... Because you got to think, too. It goes way back to um, Rogue One where they started their research. Right. was like, okay, we got it here. Like 40, 60 years. They're going to get better with their technology. They're going to find ways to break it down, make it better. But how does he have all these people on hundreds of these ships? Like, what? You know how? Hey, guys, we just got to throw it together and hope they buy it. (laughs) Nobody will question this. It's Star Wars. Pour some glue on it, throw it on the wall, hope it sticks. Have you ever seen Clerks? Uh, Kevin Smith? Did I? I think I've seen it, but I don't remember much. I'll I'll let you borrow it, but (laughs) there's the scene where... No, I've seen Jane Silent Bob. It's where they're... They're they're in the gas station in the original Clerks, and they're arguing over, like... The families of the stormtroopers who died, they were contracting the Death Star. Like, like what happened with them? Are they really? Oh, uh, it's just this great scene. Like, I'm gonna have to let you borrow it. Okay. And like, you're I still need to watch. Why. I still need to watch the other movie you recommended. Oh, the Salton Sea. Salton Sea. Yeah. I still need to see the Mr. Rogers movie. Dude, that was good. We, oh, yeah. You saw Ford versus Ferrari, right? I still haven't seen that either. Oh, dude, that's a that's a good movie. That was good. Yes. Matt Damon. Matt Damon. Uh, I'm just I'm just I don't even want to wrap this up. I'm just surprised at how disappointed I am at this movie. How other movies surprise me, and I like way better than this movie of the year. Yep, there's some parts I like. Majority of now I don't. Babu Freak is my king. Um, hey hey hey! What what hurts me the most was I remember when Episode One was coming out and two and three. I just remember this buildup like. I was obsessed, right. so excited about it. Information didn't come like it does on social media now. No, no, no. And then episode seven, I was like, oh, this is going to be awesome. Counting down the days, like freaking literally counting down the days of excitement. Getting to see it finally, being like, this is good stuff. And then episode eight, little hype. And then like after that, I was just like, oh, new Star Wars. So when me and Vanessa started dating, uh, one of the things I thought would be cool is to start something new, tradition, or tradition or not, just do it. Um, I could either buy everybody gifts for Christmas or I could buy them all a ticket to a movie and have an experience of a lifetime. So what did I buy for them when we first started dating? We dated in June 2017. I bought them all tickets. I bought six tickets, IMAX, AMC, to see The Last Jedi. Wow. For Christmas from The New Boyfriend. And we walk out and everybody's like, eh. (laughs) You need a new boyfriend. (laughs) You need a new one. So did I make the same mistake this year in buying six tickets to see the Rise of Skywalker sequel sequel to The Last Jedi? What do you think? Do you think I did it? I don't think you did. Damn. Or did you watch it first? <laughs> I, I did. It. I did watch it first. Oh. But I didn't. I bought six tickets to see 1917. Was it good? It's really good. You need to see it. It looks amazing. <laughs> It'll have a wide release in January. Um, wide release in January? It's not out-out? It was a limited release on uh, Christmas days. Ah. But it, actually, it might be wide now, but um, because it's just going to get buried underneath Star Wars, so they're probably going to wait a couple yeah, weeks. but... So that, uh, we took that, and even Ma, even uh, Vanessa's mom liked it, and it's she's yeah. not a war person. like Not at all? Like, And the funny thing is, her, we, her birthday is on Christmas Day. Okay. So it's Christmas Day, it's her birthday, and we went and saw it on Christmas Day, so it's like... 
My birthday gift and Christmas gift to you, Mom, is a war movie. Oh. And she liked it. That's good. She doesn't even like war movies. She never does. Obviously, there's going to be blood and whatever, but even Mom liked it. And that's how you know I'm the best son-in-law in in Star Wars. Nice. It's not. (laughs) Do do you know what would have been a great present for baby Jesus on Christmas? Hmm. A better Star Wars trilogy. Ooh, you're correct. I believe so. I'm telling you, man, it's George Lucas's fault. So, what do you rate it? Give you a one to ten out of five stars, thumbs up, thumbs down. What do you rate it? I just, I can't rate it, man. It's okay. You don't like, have there's, to. there's, you parts. don't have to rate it. We don't have to always rate things. I, like when I finished episode seven, I liked it. Like I came out like that was awesome. Mm-hmm. A lot of people said it was a remake because now they're blowing up planets still, and then they got to go blow Star up the killer. planet, blow up, yes, and all this other stuff. But I was like, you know, they're taking it in a good direction that I would like. Episode eight, not so much. Episode nine, it's just like you're trying to land the plane, man. Exactly, the plane is falling <laughs> that's apart. A, that's a very the good plane analogy. is falling apart. It's on fire. Yeah, it's, it's on just, fire. We, we got to get off before we die. It's and, just maybe it's because I understand all the creative difficulties they had along the way. Like you're trying to fix things and and end yes, things. It's yes. hard. I get it. It's hard, but you should have. Noon this Why, if you start something, you finish something, JJ. Yes. You don't just pass the buck. Even Kylo Ren finished what he started. Oh, that's that's very nice. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> but God, that, that whole closing scene, just like Luke and Leia is who they show. Oh my gosh, yes. It's like she could have said, uh, well, anyway, Palpatine's a bad last name. But she could have even said, it's nothing. It's just Ray. Just Ray. And that even Ray would, Ray. That even would <laughs> that even would go go uh, along with the whole I am my own person. I'm yeah. not tied down by my past. But no, I'm Ray no. Skywalker. Why did she choose Skywalker? Did she suddenly marry Ben with that final kiss when he like, oh, this is getting serious. I'm gonna ghost out. <laughs> and then that's when Princess Leia disappears when Ben dies. So like, was she puppeteering him the way that freaking Palpatine puppeteered Snoke? And then now is Leia in Jedi Hell? You know what this shows? What? Kylo Ren was a mama's boy. He wasn't a daddy's boy. Killed dad, no problem. But mom reaches out to the force and he just turns to the light side. He's a mama's boy. That's what it is. Yes, mother. The secret is the mom. Carrie Fisher is the key in the sequel (sighs) trilogy. I wonder if Ben's in Jedi Hell right now. <laughs> Just they, no closure. Freaking, you got to follow the formula. Darth Vader redeems himself back as a Force Ghost. He became a He's Force good. Ghost in like a minute after he died, right? Yeah. And where's Ben's Force Ghost? Ooh, that's a good point. No, we're only going to show two old, angry Jedi and half Jedi. And just kind of like throw it together. And then we're going to bury their lightsabers in the sand. Oh. And be like, what's she doing? Is she like hermiting? Like freaking... Luke's character did or what but then no she's got her staff that transforms into a golden blade which is actually what they're saying I don't know if you read this do you know why they went with the gold color blade no I do not because that has never really been a color before right yeah when you mix uh, the colors of the lightsaber she's burying what was it Uh, blue and green Mm -hmm. for some reason with lasers or something they come out gold because the laser research i don't know or remember so, what it said but it made sense to me of like that's what would happen if they were to make lightsabers like that yeah and she has a different switch on her yep well she's just gonna go live alone like i like how even finn even, and rose f you poe resistance 
Good luck. Even the even the I'm twin sons are trying to look like BB-8. If you noticed that. Yeah, I thought that was kind of interesting. It's like, ah. and it just ends there. Okay. Oh, yeah. And shouldn't they had like every Force Ghost that was still there? And like everybody's wondering because um, they're saying like Mace Windu may not have died in Episode Three. His Force voice was used. I heard that, yeah. in Episode Nine. So. Sorry, nerds. We've been let down again by Disney. I heard it, and I, I was thinking of him going, use the force, mother. <laughs> That's what I was thinking, too. <laughs> like in, uh, uh, would have made this movie more interesting. In Inglourious Bastards, where you hear his voice come up. I was just like, I laughed out loud in the theater at that point. I didn't care what was going on. I was like, I love you, Samuel L. Jackson. It's just so much happened in episode nine that I'm still processing. You know I what? say see it because you need to see it in theaters. Yeah. But it's a fun little popcorn flick i guess if you're not too invested they in, tried they tried you know who's more happy so than anybody long. george lucas harrison ford he's like no it's really done I'm, yeah i'm really done yeah well how much do you think they paid him to come back i don't know because he didn't want to do he, he wanted to die in the first star wars yeah. the very first one then they killed him in episode five so i wonder if when he read the script or killed him i wonder if he was pissed when he's like oh, damn it, i gotta do episode six now but hey I, harrison you'll be on screen for Less than a minute, we'll pay you a million dollars. Would you do it? I'd be like, hell yeah, I'll be there. Sign me up. I heard way back when Disney first bought the rights, when they came to Harrison Ford and said, hey, we want you for a new Star Wars. I heard, and I don't remember where I read it, because there's so much crap you read online now, you can't yeah. tell if it's true, but supposedly he was pissed that he never got his two extra movies for Indiana Jones after the flop of The Crystal Skull, mm-hmm. which I did enjoy. Um, I heard that he wanted two more um uh, Indiana Jones movies out of it. But now he's so old, he can't do it. Well, they got one coming, apparently. 2021? But didn't they say it was going to be a woman or something this time? No, it's going to be Harrison. It's going to be him. Are you sure? Yes. I will. I will. Yes. I'm going to go ahead and just be disappointed now. So this that's is all, my strategy this with is all, all this reason. <sighs> I'm going to be disappointed now. So if it's good, I'm like, you know, that was pretty damn good. I enjoyed You know what's funny? One. Is this movie, like Avengers Endgame, did you like... Are you? I did not enjoy Endgame. Really? All the time travel mess. Mm. Just like too much happening. Even that movie culminated like 22 movies before it. Was way better than this movie, which culminated five movies before it. No, I'm I'm still gonna say Star Wars was better. Oh man, well that's a different that's a different opinion. <laughs> oh man. Well, go see it. Or you you probably already saw it if you're still listening, but. Hey, hey, it's over. <laughs> it is over, and sadly, but I don't know. It's a relief, I feel. I don't think they should do another trilogy, because that's the other issue. They signed up the people that did Game of Thrones or whatever, and they're that's like, right. we're going to do a new trilogy after the sequel trilogy. And then they're like, you know what? We're not going to do it anymore. <laughs> I don't blame them. I would jump ship, too. Because it feels like working with Disney is a hassle and not fun. Well, it makes me wonder, were they given full creative control? which you kind of have to let somebody do in these situations, or were they forcing their objectives into it and forcing. ruining everything? They were like, we wouldn't Force. do any of this. And Disney's like, well, we need to have Finn to show up in episode 12, and we need to have Ray to be a force ghost or whatever. Blah, 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 blah. BB-8 needs to be a single character that never gets... We're going to kill Han Solo. Make you think Chewbacca died. But no, he didn't. He was just on another ship that you cannot see at all in that scene in the desert. There's only one freaking ship they're loading him on. One ship taking off. But there was another one. Okay. (laughs) Well, 
We hope you enjoyed Rise of Skywalker more than us. Did they say what happened to that bounty hunter? Like how he died? The no. one that was moving Ray around? I don't remember, dude. Just so many unanswered questions. So little closure. Knights of Ren. Goals. 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 Um, well, we hope you liked Rise of Skywalker. Uh, go watch 1917. I'm actually going to see Ip Man 4 tonight. Um, there's nice. better movies to watch. Forrest Ferrari, if you can see that. Uh Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood. There's so many better movies to watch than this. Than Star Wars? Than Star Wars right now. Just with my dedication, I'm like, you still got to see Star Wars over all these other ones. See it, and then you were like, okay. And then just go watch something else and have fun. Yeah. We hope you like it. And uh, maybe we'll review. We'll do like a top 10 list of the year or something next, maybe. Okay. That sounds pretty fun. And then a decade. We got to do a decade list, too. A decade list. Man. This won't be on it. Yeah. Um, did you ever see Richard Jewell? I did not. It was good. I should. Good. I should. Yeah. Probably stronger with the Force with him than uh, anybody else in this. I movie. trust Clint Eastwood more with the Star Wars than I do anybody oh else gosh. right now, because oh he won't give in to modern ideas and sneak them into the movie and no, waste everybody's time. No, he won't. Um, so yeah, go watch it, have fun, and cool. thanks for listening, Ryan. Thank you for coming. No problem. I have opinions and I enjoy sharing them. <laughs> And we'll have more next, new, uh, soon. Yes, we will. Indeed. Peace. Peace.